0: Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We've got one tonight. Uh, we're at 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner.
1: Hi, this show is recorded for podcast in front of a live audience, and you can catch our podcasts every week, uh, new ones on Mondays and Thursdays, on madtoastlive.com, and also on iTunes and a lot of other podcast directories. We're also on WRT on Fridays at midnight, midnight to 2. So uh, that's temporary for now, but it, it's probably going to happen. So, um, But we are really happy to be here tonight with the cast of Mercury Players Theater doing their new show, performing some uh, excerpts from... In the Beginning, an evolutionary musical comedy. And this is running, the show is running from September 4th to the 26th, 2009. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday performances beginning at 8 p.m. Sunday matinees on 13th and 20th begin at 2 p.m. at the Bartell Theater, 113 East Mifflin Street, Madison, Wisconsin. For more info, call 608-661-9696. Now, we're going to hear some excerpts in the beginning.
2: A turtle Any idiot Can see that God's a turtle And that's Good enough for me God's A turtle
3: Now quiet down little beavers You there, quit chewing on your desk Now listen up everyone This is something you must Always remember In God's Image our mother up above we are cradled by her love
1: Stop it before someone gets hurt. They're just playing.
4: Boys will be boys.
1: Oh, Adam, are you sure they're boys?
4: Of course they're boys. Okay.
1: Cain, Abel,
4: uh, time for your lesson.
3: Oh, great. Is this about God again?
1: Hush now. Stand up straight, boy. Daddy's teaching.
4: This is serious, sons. That's why it is in the book. God's image, you and I were made in God's image, in life's grand parade, we are blessed most of all, so keep on standing tall, and when you raise your hands in prayer, picture him up there, cause God's a person. Long and flowing beard, got the white man, Anything else would just be weird. Is- yes, God is human. So there's no need to fear. God is human. Hey, that's heresy! Yeah, where does
2: that guy get off? Yeah! I'll show him. Yeah, me too! <laughs>
4: All right, uh, sit down next to your mother. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, (laughs) and darkness fell upon the face of the deep. What's that mean? Just listen. Hush.
3: But we heard this already. Skip to the creepy. Part.
4: Yeah. Ah, the creepy part. Ah. And the Lord God gave me dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air. Who heard it? <laughs> and, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. I love that part. <laughs> oh, me too, son. <laughs> what about the dust? Ah! And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Dad's a
5: superhero! Dust man! Are you still made of dust, Dad. That's weird.
4: Shush. Do you want to hear the rest?
5: The rib! The rib!
4: Ah, And God made a beautiful garden. Uh, Six days, days of rest. Man was lonely. Ah, here it is. (laughs) And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he, well, well, he took one of my ribs. He closed up the flesh. And the rib made a woman.
3: Is that Mom? Mom, do you have Dad's?
4: No, Cain. That was a bad woman. I'm getting to that.
5: Did it hurt when God took your rib? I don't see a scar. How can uh, you make a person from a rib? Well, Wasn't I, she named Eve? I, Why would God make a bad <laughs> woman?
3: Why do we look more like Bob? That's than you?
4: enough! She asked too many questions, too. That was the start of the trouble. But it's time you heard the truth. I named her Eve. God told me to. Why taught her everything she knew? We were happy in the beginning. Another perfect day in paradise. The world begins right here, right now. And so I must preserve my sacred trust and follow to the letter every law that God lays down. Another perfect day in paradise. I have dominion o'er this land. must heed my call, just as I must heed the Lord's command. i a few more names for the animals. Would you like to hear them? Oh, yes. That noble fowl is an owl, the one with spines, a porcupine. The beast so large and elegant, I'm going to name him Elephant. A lion has just killed a beast that I am naming Wildebeest. And over here, just take a gander, is the tiny salamander. Alone here in this paradise, but now how lucky fell a get again. You were sent by God above me, and you couldn't be more lovely. Of
6: course I am the
4: only girl you know, But, but the, the best thing, thing about paradise. paradise just to you have you by my side. side and life will always stay as perfect as this day cause nothing ever happens here nothing ever happens here nothing ever.
1: Oh, you'll get an encore! You'll get an encore! Thank you so much. This is a, this is an incredible thrill for us. We're trying to figure out how the heck we were going to get everybody on stage. It actually, worked out okay.
7: <laughs>
1: we blocked it out with uh, with uh, two people over the last week, you know, and some dummies. So we figured out. <laughs> that's that might work. Right for us. Oh, okay. Well that's
8: good. <laughs> We could add a few more cast members if you want. Well, I think
0: they might actually fit.
1: <laughs> bring them on! Bring them on!
8: Oh, this was written. This show,
1: in the beginning, an evolutionary musical comedy, written and directed by Catherine Capillero and Andrew Rohn, who are both here. Catherine, can I? Can we call you Cat? You can call
8: me Cat. Everybody calls you yes. Cat.
1: And uh, Andrew's actually in the band too. Andrew's playing keyboards back there. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I suppose you wrote the music for it too, then. Yep, that's me. Yeah. Yep. Pretty and, good. Uh, interesting too. Pretty thing. nice, huh? <laughs> These guys are actually in the in a great. Uh, what do you call yourself? Well, VO5 is a, uh, what's the?
9: Disco Funk Band.
1: Disco Funk Band. You guys or, played a lot Or wedding.
9: Disco Funk Sensation, we like to yeah. say.
1: <laughs> 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 and who else? Who else is in? Eve is actually mm-hmm. in the. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll come around. Actually, we're gonna introduce the whole cast, too, at some point, too. Um, but it's, it's a big cast, and we were happy enough, we were happy to be able to go to the dress rehearsal and we loved it, so rave, rave reviews from, uh, from Mary and I. We got to see the whole thing. Definitely, yeah. Um, so Andrew and Kat, you guys were also the writers of Walmartopia, which a lot of people have probably heard about too. This
8: is the newest, you have a lot of
1: things in the works all at the same time, it seems.
8: Yeah, we, uh, we multitask. Um, But all the all the projects sort of grow together. I mean, there's there's a lot of people here who are in Walmartopia, and of course, our you know our lives were devoted to many different versions of Walmartopia over the last six years or so. Um, But Madison is just such a wonderful breeding ground, as it were, for collaboration. So that's you know that's how we keep working on projects, and then you know then. Shows grow into bands and bands grow into shows, and vice versa, and they all start mutating. And and so, kind of
0: like the the (laughs) cesspool of creativity. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's the primordial
8: ooze. Primordial, exactly. (laughs) Primordial
1: ooze. I got some of them on my shoes earlier. I wondered what the heck that. Was. Oh, I yeah. did. Yeah. Sorry that, about that. We do right. leave it behind as yeah. a residue once in yeah. a while. Yeah. And and the band got uh, most of the Gomers are sitting over there, minus Dave Adler. Yeah, right. <laughs> got Biff and Jeff and Gordon over there. Can yeah. I just
9: tell a just a very short little? Sure. See, the Gomers have been sort of idols of mine since I got to Madison in 1990, and they they did this thing. I don't know if you do this anymore, but you do. A song in the style of another band. So, they did um, "Truckin'" by the Grateful Dead in the style of the Talking Heads, (laughs) and I had never seen anything like that. And it was so good. And I was like, "Oh my God!" Well, Um, they
0: seem to be masters of of turning something into their own. Yeah. Whether it's imitating other artists or, well, or doing exactly what you described.
8: Right. We're really happy to have the Gomers aboard. Can't
1: find finer musicians. A quick question here about, about the theater in general. Um, we are talking before the show a little bit, and, and we definitely want to focus on this show in particular, but Walmartopia being a really big hit for you guys. Broadway versus off-Broadway. And Andrew was saying earlier that, that, that really Walmartopia was kind of between the two, right?
8: Yeah, it was. I mean, in terms of uh, budget and cast and everything, it was like a Broadway production, it just was off Broadway. If it's not around that eight-block radius or whatever, uh, you know, around Times Square, it's not Broadway. Um, which also means it's not eligible to get Tony Awards and uh, and all that kind of stuff. It's like a I don't know. It's a very odd separation. Um, well, do they have any awards for those kinds of off-Broadway shows? They do. Yeah, some. They, have, some. The,
2: they have the Obies. The right. Obies. The Obies.
1: Yeah. Different um, from the Obits. But we yeah. were really hopefully, hopefully yeah or or BGYN yeah <laughs> they
0: didn't want to go there.
8: But we loved our theater. It was in the in the West Village and it was just it was a wonderful experience just to be in that neighborhood and that's sort of the home of avant-garde theater and all kinds of amazing music. I mean just in the center of everything. So Perfect. it was it was it was we liked it even better. Yeah.
0: Now, how do you get to a place like that? Were you asked to to go there or did you guys like beat down a lot of doors? or
8: Well, it's sort of a combination. We, um, the show was a huge success here in Madison at the Bartel, yeah. due to efforts of some of the people in this room and being a part of a news cycle. I mean, Walmart being in the news, I mean, they are taking over the world after all. That's true. So um, we just we hit a nerve, I think. So here it was a huge success, and then we entered it in the New York Fringe Festival and then it was a huge hit there and it was like one of the best sellers of that year out of 200 shows it was like the fourth best seller or something like that and got a lot of uh, attention in the new york market and so then we got to meet with producers who were interested in moving it to another level and then there's a whole another struggle of like well how you know how much does it how much do you stay and how much do you keep because everybody wants you to you know throw the whole thing over away and create a whole new one so we sort of you know we had a middle ground there's a lot of new stuff in the show that the off Broadway version from the Madison yeah. version, but
0: well, that's good. You see in movies themselves about about this very thing, how much they throw over and try to rewrite and right. You always hope that they don't lose the
8: essence, yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't think we lost the essence, but it is it's it's intense to have that many really experienced you know Broadway veteran people giving you advice about what you need to do. <laughs> oh yeah,
7: <laughs>
8: because I'm sure the
0: ego is taking a kind of a serious beating
8: right right,
0: know? yeah. And you need to do that in order to be able to do your job.
8: Yeah, and you also have to trust your heart and say, okay, well, you know, that that makes sense. And I'm here to learn. I mean, I, you know, I can't go, right? Can't go to New York and say I know exactly what I need to do. But it's also, um, but it does, in some cases, just come down to having to trust your instincts. And so, so
1: obviously, that that show really struck a nerve.
8: Now this show. I imagine it's going to strike some nerves, too. I think, yeah. I hope so. I think so. Yeah. I noticed there's some online chatter about it already yeah. um, from some creationist-minded people. You, you expected um, that. We expected sure. that. I mean, that's fine. I, you know, I think that shows should uh, raise debate. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that they should entertain people, we should have fun, and we should also be thinking and talking about our society and evolution and creationism is... is it's a huge deal. More than yeah. 50% of Americans do not believe in evolution or at least answer in polls that they think that God created everything exactly as it is and all that is just a bunch of hooey. Yeah. So, you know, its we should talk about it. Well,
1: the, the first song I really liked, I really identify that God... You know, I indeed think... God God's uh very You know. Yeah. You know, I was trying to, you know, this the story about uh, this guy, um uh, um uh Joe Venuti, who's a great uh, jazz violinist, and one of the great stories about him, he's a crazy, crazy man, and that he uh he had some somebody dump a, a grand piano off like a third floor, floor apartment in New York City and he was taking bets as to what note you'd hear as all the notes finished. You know. Wow, I, I don't know what the answer was after the fact. After that happened, no, yeah, that, I, I'm sure that's true. <laughs> that that happened, must be. What does yeah.
10: that have to do with God? I'm sorry, I'm not sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Good point. God, God for determined which that. note it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 So, but I, anything you guys else you guys would like to say about the show? We should introduce the cast too.
9: Yeah, how do you do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess, I'll, I'll, I'll
1: run down the list. We could, we could do it a <laughs> a bird by here. bird. Yeah. <laughs> We're not all here. That's okay. That. Just answer for somebody else if they're not here. So Adam, Christopher Babiars. That's right. Yes. Eve, too. Adam's second wife, Corianne Wilson. Abel, Adam's child, Laura Winkler.
7: Hi! Ad- Hi! Hi. <laughs> Kane, wow, Adam's child, Michelle
8: Morinci. Did I pronounce it right? Yeah, she's right here. Oh, can I say that yeah. Michelle's grandmother is here and it's her birthday? Yeah. Happy birthday! <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs>
1: And, and Eve, Kelly Maxwell, who's also in vo 5 with your mother, right? Oh, she's... Th- oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mama, Marcy Weiland. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Woo. Bud, Ken Adams. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> Skipper, Skipper's not here, is he? Skipper Oh, he hey, oh my God. Oh, I, didn't even
7: green, you I didn't even recognize you without your fins.
1: I didn't even recognize you without your fins. That's a heck of a costume, man. <laughs> wow. Uh, Luke Arthur. Right there. <laughs> and the animal ensemble: the turtle, Ken Adams. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. Be- yeah. Beaver, Pam Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Dung beetle, Bonnie Balky who's also the producer, along with Jake Jacobson.
10: Hey. Producer hey. Is for dung beetle.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, not many
8: people can say producer slash dung beetle.
0: <laughs>
8: Whatever you might be. One by of the that. most
0: unusual titles ever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Bird of paradise is Annie Childs. Yeah. Hey. Hey. The lion, Susan, Susan Diane Fortenberry is the lion. Yeah. Butterfly, Kelly Maxwell. Yeah. Lizard, Sarah Pia Pia? Pia. 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 Pia? Pia. Bunny, Christina Steele. Elephant, her, Elephant, Marcy Wyland. Frog, Corianne Wilson. Woo-hoo. Gazelle, Laura Winkler. Woo-hoo. And we've announced the musicians, but anything else you guys would like to say about the show?
10: We love it. It's great. <laughs>
1: hey, Chris,
5: I'll say something. I got the okay from the director. Well, I'm Annie. I just was really interested to be part of this show because I worked for nine years as a science teacher for a museum out in Berkeley, California, and loved it a lot. And that was the first place I really experienced this whole anti-evolution sort of feel. Um, Uh And I was once teaching a dinosaur class to these little kindergartners, and... The teachers were in there too with them and, I, and we usually start out, we say like, has anybody ever seen dinosaurs? No. Well, How do we know they existed? And then we go into discussion of fossils or something and I said, so how do we know they existed? And one kid raised his hand and said, because Jesus told us. And I said, <laughs> I, and I said like any, you know, like I was trained to do, I'm like, well, that's okay. That's one way. Some people think that. <laughs> any other ideas? Another kid raises her hand, and she's like, because it's in the Bible? And then and I thought, oh, God. And I look, and all the teachers are totally straight-faced and looking real serious, and I say, well, um, science has a different idea, and we're going to talk about that. So, you know, not to say, I don't know, it's just sad that some kids are just left out of that whole amazing and interesting discussion. Exploration of where life came from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that was taken out of the president's speech too today. (laughs) Oh, probably. He was going to go on that. My dad
0: was a scientist, and he always was kind of pissed off at Nostradamus because Nostradamus, you know, gave all all these these predictions, but didn't really. Right, but but he didn't show his work, basically. (laughs) (laughs) so, (laughs) So he said, "Well, we can't count it scientifically because of that."
8: You know, we Jim. have a scientist among the cast, too. Who, Adam. Adam, Chris Baviars, is a chemist. Oh. Inorganic? Uh,
4: or, or, or actually, I was uh, originally a physical chemist. Then I became an environmental chemist when I wanted to do a little more applied.
0: Oh, My things. dad was an organ- inorganic chemist. See, I can't even say it. Anyway. but That's okay, cool. Germs. Do you know my dad? <laughs> <laughs> No, I well, don't. Actually,
4: yeah, you, From
1: the UW. UW. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Oh Don God. Gaines. Don Gaines.
1: Is, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, do you get Kat and Andrew any any more comments about the show this this particular show? Are you thinking about off Broadway for this possibly?
8: Um, I don't know. I I guess I'd like to sort of live in the show where it is. I mean, I we put so much work in making this a beautiful experience for everybody. I think and. Um, I don't know. I guess I really don't like to get ahead of myself in that regard. We'll think about that after this one closes and then we all get sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well,
1: to say, to say this again, and then we definitely want to get to some more excerpts here. Uh, the show runs, again, September 4th through 26th at the Bartell Theatre, 113 East Mifflin Street in Madison, Wisconsin. 608-661-9696 or you can go to www.mercuryplayerstheater.com And that's T-H-E-A-T-R-E.
8: Theater.
0: Yeah,
1: it's quiet. So. <laughs>
8: or theater. Theater. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you have for us now? Well, okay, so I, I'll explain that we heard before from Adam and his second family. So he was talking to Eve too and telling this bedtime story to his kids, Cain and Abel. So he begins to tell the story of the first Eve. And the first Eve looks a little unusual. She has a unibrow. She has a giant head of really dark curly hair, and she doesn't like to stand up straight. She's a mutant ape. Um, And Adam is going to start the human race with Eve because God told him to. And they pretty much start it in what looks like the nude, but not quite. Right, pretty close to nude. Yeah, that was fun for me. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's fun for me too. so Eve does not know where she came from. She has amnesia. Um, we don't exactly know why that is, but we, we suspect. Um, but she does have a family, and we're going to hear from the family. But what, are we, what song are we doing next, Andrew? Uh, say Something. Say Something, okay. So Eve and Adam, are, they, have, they, they have some compatibility problems, we'll just say. They've just had a discussion.
6: you and the questions are burning. When Adam speaks, is it you coming through? If he names everything, well, I know what is true. Cause the world I can touch is such beauty and bliss. Sometimes I wonder if I need you to exist.
3: Well, I'm sorry, God. I'm just being honest.
6: Leave. I just wish I had someone, a friend of my own. I could tell him my thoughts and not feel so alone. Until then, I'll just keep on talking to
8: now imagine going to a really fabulous beautiful tree where there are three creatures known as bonobos um, which are our, our chimpanzee cousins they're 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 as close to us DNA wise as chimpanzees but they, they live uh, interesting and sexual lives
1: <laughs> but but do you think Eve is happy?
2: I don't know. You don't know? If she's unhappy, she'll come back.
10: That's true, but I think he's funny looking, and I miss her. Why won't he
8: let us see her? She's our daughter.
10: Mama! 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 God! Mama! 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 But mama, that mama, man, 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 he's chopping Chopping. Chopping? He he made a thing, a a, a sharp thing, and he's using it to chop down trees. Oh, no. I think he hates trees. (laughs) That's silly. (laughs) No one hates trees. Well, he made her come down.
2: From a tree? She loves to climb.
10: I know, but she did it, though. She came right down. And, and he he makes her walk on her back legs straight up all the time. She listened to him? Yes. And she seems sad, not like before. He's mean.
2: Well, maybe he had a reason.
10: She should decide when to climb and when not to climb. And how to stand. I think he is trying to be the boss of her. He's not the boss of her.
2: It's their life now. Maybe we should let them work it out. No,
10: something is wrong, bud.
2: I, I'm just saying, I, I think that... panic, this... bud! Okay.
10: Women have always run things in this family. And we're going to tell you why. You tell them first, mama. You got it.
7: How a hungry male acts like this land is his got his nets in a bundle but his woman's fears
10: another day in the jungle another fool thinks he knows best seems like every time Right. Oh, Seems everywhere you look, men folk are trying to get on top, Ruthless intimidation, It don't ever stop, I see boys and locking hearts, he goes buttoning.
2: I know the guys are thinking they got me whipped. Well, it's true, but I wouldn't trade places not with any of you. You see, I don't need the hassle. I don't like to fight, but I do what they tell me, and they thank me every night. Sit down,
10: Someone who thinks with his
7: feel alright. We just love each other, and we feel alright.
8: So that was a little number from Eve's family, <laughs> who she can't remember, of course. Um, so as as. Adam and Eve are sort of getting embroiled in this difficult relationship. Um, They are walking along and hear this ridiculous groaning sound and all of a sudden, somebody pops up out of the water. It's a fish with legs. And Adam tells him to go back to the water and he says, nope, he doesn't wanna go back to the water. And um, I think that's all I'll say. Eve's intrigued. Um, I'm um, Fish.
9: Call me Skipper.
3: Okay, Skipper. Well, why Skipper?
9: I'm a mud skipper.
3: Wait, did Adam give you that name?
9: <laughs> not that I know, it's just what I am a mud skipper.
3: But Adam gets to do all the naming.
9: Oh, not in my book. I get the feeling he's not real fond of me.
3: He just doesn't understand you. He hates that. And you? Well, I don't understand you either, but that's why I had to
9: come back. Well, I'm really glad you did. I was hoping to get to know you better.
3: Well, me too. So was it scary when you decided to leave your family, your old home?
9: Well, thank you for asking. Not a lot of folks have taken an interest.
3: Do tell.
9: When I was a guppy I never fit in. The other fish pointed and laughed at my fins. My mother would comfort me I remember she'd say, you'll find out what those things are good for someday. Times grew tough in our pool as it started to shrink and all of the fish thought we'd soon be extinct. Till that day, mama turned to me, said, son, don't despair. Your destiny waits for you somewhere up there. Get up, get out, get onto your feet. Take a deep breath of the air The future is waiting right down that street Just grab a hold if you dare Get up, get out, and set out again Gotta move if I'm gonna survive The air, it may burn me But nothing will turn me The pain lets me know I'm alive So I got up on my feet, and I aimed for the high road. Now I'm here, and I'm glad to say I'm no longer in I'm going to die mode. So mother dear, don't shed a tear. I got friends who can lend me a hand, and I'll get up, get out, and get on my way, and I'll find a new life on the land.
3: Wow! What a wonderful story.
9: Something, eh?
3: But I was wondering, your back legs look pretty strong.
9: Yours look mighty fine too.
3: Thanks. H- have you ever tried standing on them?
9: It-, it never occurred to me.
3: Well, let's try. Here,
9: I'll help you. Okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> Up on my feet, they're a mighty fine mutation. They can take me where I wanna go, and this looks like a good location. So mother dear, don't shed a tear. i got friends who will lend me a hand, and I'll get up, get out, get up, get out. Get up, get out, get up, get out. Get up, get out, and find me a home on the land.
8: (laughs) That fish is dancing. (laughs) For anyone who couldn't figure that out from the words. <laughs> so, Skipper and Eve take an interest in one another. Uh-huh. Yes, it's true. It's an interspecies romance. So, um, Adam and Eve are still trying to work some stuff out. And uh, I think I'll just let them... Surrender? <laughs> I don't know that we're going to have time for all those. Okay. Yeah. You gotta, gonna, okay. yeah. a couple more.
7: Yeah.
3: Okay, we'll work some stuff out. Work it out, Adam and Eve. All right, Adam, it just doesn't make any sense how the fish can be saying one thing and you can be saying the other.
4: The creature is evil. I forbid you to talk to it. Adam! Eve! Trust me. You don't want to be confused, right? No. Well, I want you to be happy, Eve. Can't you see that?
3: Well... I guess so, but I don't see how the fish teaching me things can be evil.
4: It's because God said so.
3: God said that teaching is evil?
4: No, no, no. Eve, it's coming between us. I don't want anything to come between us. I love you. Promise me you'll follow the rules.
3: But what if I don't like the rules? I think I need to talk to God about it. No, <laughs> no,
4: no, 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 I talk to God, and that's that. Your job is to have faith, to trust. Don't you think it's beautiful here?
3: I love it here.
4: Well, God gave it to us, but he can also take it away. God made this place for us to enjoy. You and I own it. We own everything. Oh. you're not well, Eve you forget things and it causes problems stay away from the tree and stay away from the fish
3: Adam you don't own me what? I think you heard me you're always talking about dominion and ownership but why can't we just be equals
4: equals? (laughs) is that the thanks I get? You make an axe, apply your mind. Invent a tool that multiplies your strength a dozen times, the first and only of its kind. You think that might entitle you to a gentle word or two, perhaps a bit of gratitude. But nothing's good enough for you. Why do I even try? easy. I must confide to start the human race and keep a woman satisfied. It's no picnic (laughs) and I don't complain, (laughs) but I would count it all worthwhile if I could see my true love smile. Instead, I'm treated to her bile, her grievances and blame, cause nothing's good enough for you. It's always been the same.
3: made an axe well good for you and now you think that I should worship everything you do and act impressed and pay
6: you heed but all the things you give to me are things that I don't need I need to play I need to touch I need to breathe but you and God have crowded me so much surrounding me All your fear, if I follow you, I'll disappear.
4: Your mind is weak. You've allowed that fish to twist you.
6: My mind is strong, and now I can resist you. Pride will
4: lead you to a fall. You are the proudest one of all. You contradict each thing I say. Spout hot air all night and day. You are impudent and crass. Well, you're a pompous. That's how it is. You took my rib. You took my heart. I offer you a life with God. You rip it all apart after all I've done for you. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Now I see through clearer eyes. I was a fool, I didn't see. My god, think of your family tree. (gasps) What?
3: Adam, what does that mean? No more
4: questions.
8: So I guess I just wanted to um, say that this has been such a wonderful experience, being here and bringing together these two collaborations. You two are a couple also. Yes, yes. we are. Yes, we are. Yeah. Andrew and I, wife and husband, collaborators. Um, and also just what a, what a great family of creative people this is and it's, it's been a real joy for us. Uh, well, thank, you. Thank, well, thank you for you. being here. So we're going to finish with a, a hymn and then go right into the to the to the finale. Yep, it's, it's our Why form isn't it of, called a her? Yeah. Good
0: question. Sorry, I, I knew that was kind of bad, but I, you just I have a do microphone. It. Right. You know?
2: So thank you tree You are good You give us shade You give us food Among your leaves We love to hide You always welcome Us inside Where did you come from? We don't know But we'd be sad to see you go, and so we'll spread your seeds around. We won't let nut jobs chop you down. So thank you, tree, and all you plants. This song is done. It's time to dance. <laughs>
1: the Mercury Players Theatre. You can find out more at www.mercuryplayerstheatre.com about their play, their musical, In the Beginning, an evolutionary musical comedy. The show runs from September 4th to the 26th. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday performances begin at 8. Sunday matinees, 913 uh, or September 13th and September 20 begin at 2 p.m. at the Bartell Theater, 113 East Mifflin Street, Madison, Wisconsin. 608-661-9696. Thank you so much for coming out to Mad Toast Live. You can catch us on madtoastlive.com, iTunes, and a bunch of other places. <laughs> We'd like to thank Barisal and In the Beginning Directed and Written by Catherine Capillaro and Andrew Roan. Also, special thanks to Greg White and Nick McNeese. Greg's our front of house engineer. Nick is our assistant engineer from Bear Sound. Thank you so much for coming down tonight.